longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see It's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. When the power of love overcomes the power, love of power, the world will know peace. This is from Jimi Hendrix. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice, right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Brigitte Gia, and today the theme for our show is the gift of love. And I'm Zara Hassanen. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. Each week, we bring you a stimulating, mind-bending, motivating program based on a chapter from our award-winning book, Be the Star You Are for Teens, Simple Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, Learning, and Leading. With Valentine's Day right around the corner and that quote by Bridget to remind us that it is Black History Month and that where love is supposed to triumph over hate, today our show is all about love, and we will be interviewing two amazing authors. Up first is Jenny Lee, the one and the only author of the motivating book, True Yoga. True Yoga is an inspirational guide through the Yoga Sutras outlining how to create enduring happiness, overcome life's challenges, and experience the universal love that is available through meditation. Jenny Lee is a yoga therapist who has shared the healing benefits of classical yoga and meditation with thousands of clients over the past 17 years. By using the formula she writes about in True Yoga, she has helped people conquer paralyzing anxiety, depression, grief, post-traumatic stress, attention deficit deficit issues, eating disorders, and challenging relationship dynamics. Welcome, Jenny, to our love fest today on Express Yourself. Hi, Brigitte. Hi, Zara. I'm so excited to be here with you today. It's great to have you. Thank you for being here today. Um, So today we're just going to go ahead with a few questions to ask you about what exactly it is that you do. So, Let's start out with our first question. So there's so many types of yoga that exist today. You know, it's all derived from, I think, India, right? It's all derived from India. And there are a lot of types that have derived from, you know, yoga in general. So how do you define true yoga? Well, true yoga, I define as the entire spectrum of practices that we uh, bring into our life not just mm-hmm. the physical movements that have become really popular today, but all mm-hmm. of the internal practices of how we walk in the world, how we treat people in relationships, how we practice controlling our own energy as we navigate the challenges of life, and how we eventually move into deep space of inner reflection and meditation to tap into an awareness of who we really are. And, of course, mm-hmm. the theme of love is perfect today, to bring yoga, the topic of yoga in because really who we truly are is love. 
And when we get in touch yeah. with our inner self, then we really understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think it's awesome how you you know spread your unique love for yoga around and don't only you know make people fit with it or something, but you're actually making them explore themselves and overcome some of life's greatest challenges, which is truly amazing. And even if you change one person's life, I think we can all agree that that makes the world a better place. But how has practicing true yoga improved your life specifically? Well, it really changed my life completely because I had a lot of loss early in my life, and so I was looking for tools to come into a, a state of centeredness and to be able to open my heart again after after having a lot of loss and grief. And uh, the practices of true yoga really enabled me to prioritize love in my own self mm-hmm. and make one of my favorite quotes from a yoga master named Paramahansa Yogananda is, we have to make our love greater than our pain. And to me, that mm-hmm. just summarizes it all because we all have pain in our life, but if we can make our love greater than our pain, then we can keep walking out into the world day after day and making a difference no matter what happens. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And yeah, I really like how you made that point. You know, you've got to be more in touch with your love than your pain. And I guess because there is actually a common like um, saying or like rumor that's been going around the Internet and social media today that love and happiness only last for a few moments or like a short period of time. And in true yoga, you write about everlasting happiness and lasting happiness. How do you define the difference between short term or like small, you know, periods of happiness and long lasting happiness? Yeah, there's a big difference. We all have Mm -hmm. those momentary fleeting pleasures of life. Um, You know, we have a great conversation with someone or we get to (laughs) have a fun activity and so we feel happy. Mm -hmm. But then the next moment we're having a bad conversation or we're not doing something fun. So then we're unhappy and we're on this constantly fluctuating wheel. But lasting Mm -hmm. happiness is when we stop being so associated with just this moment and the story of our life as it's happening and unfolding right now. And we start to know that within us, you could call it the soul or you could call it the inner self, but it's the, it's the part of us that is not affected by whatever's happening on the outside. So when mm-hmm. we get in touch with that through the practices of, of true yoga and meditation, the inner practices of yoga, um, we start to rely on that more than we rely on what's happening on the outside. So we feel the ability to maintain joy or happiness and love even mm-hmm. when things aren't going perfectly on the outside. So it's, it's really a different uh, perspective from which to view life. We can walk through the challenges but still be in a place of centeredness and the perspective of love and joy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that's definitely interesting. I think people so often think of, you know, a yoga class as something like as someplace you go to just relieve your stress um, and, you know, escape those struggles and those challenges. But you specialize in yoga therapy. How does that differ differ from a yoga class? Well, yoga therapy is is usually done one-on-one. Sometimes it's offered in a group, but usually it's an individual process that I do with a client where I talk with them, as any therapist might, about the challenges that are happening in their life. And then we look at the yoga practices that might help them to find the ways to overcome those challenges. So let's say that somebody is having a lot of anxiety. Um, We would look at some of the energy control practices and breathing practices that the yoga sutras talk about that might help them to 
deal with those anxious feelings when they arise. And Mm -hmm. of course, yoga is not a substitution for medical treatment and it's not meant to, you know, take anything away from the medical treatments that people choose to follow, but it's a wonderful additional way of learning how to manage your experiences from the inside out. Um, So there's many, many tools that in a yoga therapy session, someone can gain uh, very specifically for what they're working on that they couldn't gain in an average yoga class that is just generalized for a, you know, a set of movements or practices for a group. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I feel I actually, um, when a few weeks ago, I actually downloaded an app on my phone that um, helped me like get into yoga because I've been trying it out and it looks kind of interesting. And so I really help. I, I really think and relate to what you said about, you know, yoga just being something that sustains you um, in your daily life. And you mentioned about yoga not being a substitute for for like medical treatment and I've actually heard personally that like oh if you just practice yoga you can eat whatever you want and not gain any weight at all so what are some of the common misconceptions about yoga um are there any within like the practice that's a funny one I hadn't heard that one but I always like to keep that running list of um, no, mm-hmm. you know, you have to be wise and do all of the normal, normally recommended things. You want to eat well and drink lots of water and get good sleep and take care of your body. Um, mm-hmm. The practice of yoga is not a substitute for the regular maintenance of the physical body. But mm-hmm. uh, the practices of true yoga are, are meant to educate us on the fact that we are more than just the physical body. So it's about changing our identification a little bit and recognizing that Mm -hmm. we are the love that lives within this body and we are the spirit that lives within this body. So if we know that, then, of course, if we love something, we're going to take better care of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But to back to your question about misconceptions about yoga, I mean, there are so many, but uh, (laughs) the biggest misconception is that it's just a physical practice. And although Mm -hmm. there are many wonderful physical practices of yoga, that's just scratching the surface of what the whole thing is all about. So I really recommend that if someone's interested in yoga, by all means, go to go check out lots of different classes, find a physical mm-hmm. style that is feels fun to you, but then also read a book like Mind True Yoga that teaches you <laughs> a little bit more about what the inner practices are as well, because there's so much more. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And like... I don't know. I I just since I um, took a few like online app like app classes and got into like the breathing patterns and stuff. And I'm very you know like rudimentary, but I find it so cool. Like the whole culture behind yoga, instead of it just being you know you standing on a mat and like stretching a bit. You know, there's this whole like aspect of yoga where you really get in touch with yourself and with the world around you while not letting, as you said, outside factors affect everything. And I find that really great. So yeah, again, and that's a great um, example. Mm-hmm. You can do your yoga just while you're uh-huh. driving in the car or sitting on your mm-hmm. couch. You can do those breathing exercises and control your energy. That's a great example of yeah. a yoga practice <laughs> that isn't in a studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think maybe another misconception might be that you have to be kind of advanced um, to even like start yoga in the first place or you have to be really flexible or something. But what is your advice to someone new who just wants to begin true yoga like for the first time? 
Well, I think take your time and try different classes if you're interested in doing a physical practice because not all of them are created equal and you want to be with a teacher who's very supportive, who really lives the practice itself and who's going to encourage you. You know, people of all shapes and sizes and all fitness levels can do yoga. There are forms that are right for everybody, but you have to explore around a little bit. So if you're just getting into it and maybe... Um, weight is an issue and you don't feel comfortable being in a class with, you know, 15 perfectly skinny people doing with their foot behind their head, well, then go to a different class. Go where, you know, there's more diversity and you feel comfortable and accepted because really Mm -hmm. yoga is about love. And that's why I was so happy to be on the show today. It's about (laughs) self-love and recognizing that we are all one and we should be encouraging each other to um, just continue to improve and Mm -hmm. recognize the, the goodness in all of us. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And, you know, you really want to, this, this segment is perfect for, you know, your experience and everything you've done because you're really getting in touch with love. And that was such an encouraging story. And what you're doing is really great. Thank you, Jenny. And that was an awesome discussion. And to check out Jenny, guys, and learn more about True Yoga, visit her at www.jennyleeyogatherapy.com. During the break, everyone, be sure to check out our brand new radio site at Express yourself teenradio.com for photos descriptions links and more uh, we're out of time today but we're going to be continuing with jenny in the next segment and jenny lee for those of you who want to check out her website is spelled j-e-n-n-i-e space l-e-e uh, also please visit our charity site at btsya.org and watch our fun and informative videos at youtube.com slash be the star you are stay right here with us as we continue our conversation on the gift of love Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Kids. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring.
You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to our uplifting, joyful program about love. I'm Brigitte Gia, and you are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, brought to you by the Be The Star You Are charity. And I'm Zara Hassanen, and today our show is all about love. Joining us again today is Jenny Lee, an expert in the field of yoga therapy, and she personally relies upon all she writes about, striving to live the principles of the yoga sutras to navigate times of trial and remain happy regardless. Hey again, Jenny. Hi there. How are you guys? Great. Great. Yeah. yeah. It's great it's to have be- you here. Awesome. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. Thank you so yeah. much. So we were talking a lot about spiritual, uh, like, you know, improving your inner self and per- improving your spiritual self in the last segment. And, you know, I think when we think of increasing our spirituality, we don't only think of maybe religion, but also meditation. So how are yoga and meditation related? Yeah, um, I'll definitely answer that question, but I do want to clarify that yoga is not a religion, and that's something that comes up often because people are a little bit confused about the origins of yoga. Yoga is a philosophy, and it can be practiced by anyone of any religion, and it will actually enhance their religious practices and honors the the truth in all religions. Mm -hmm. So just wanted to clarify that. But um, to to answer your question about how yoga and meditation are related... They go hand in hand. You can't separate them. There's a perception that yoga is a physical practice in the world today, but the original yoga was an internal practice. And so all of the teachings that lead lead us to meditation are part Mm -hmm. of true yoga. So there are lifestyle practices, there are energy management practices, there are physical practices, but they're all leading us into a state of balance so that we can sit quietly in meditation and have an understanding and an experience of our true self and of the source that we came from, however you want to name that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I feel like, again, what you said with like meditation and really being incorporated into, you know, the lifestyle, the yoga lifestyle. And so you mentioned the, um, in your book, I think that there are 10 lifestyle practices that you describe as a way to develop a harmonious, happy, and balanced life. Can you briefly describe any of these lifestyle practices? Sure. These are called the yamas and the niyamas. And so just I'll just mm-hmm. name them off. And I think everybody will be able to understand that these are very basic kind of qualities that if we cultivate these in our life, things are just going to run a lot smoother. So they're peacefulness truthfulness, generosity, self-control, appreciation, contentment, purity, right action, Mm -hmm. self-reflection, and devotion. So I know that's kind of a long list, but those are the 10 lifestyle practices, and they each have so many layers to them. So just taking the first one, peacefulness, you know, of course, we're not running around wielding guns or anything, so it's not like we're <laughs> people, but we do often have thoughts 
they're not very peaceful. You know, whether it's a judgmental thought of someone else or a self-critical thought of our of our own self, these are these are thoughts that are not peaceful. So that teaching about peacefulness really starts within our own minds, and we have to mm-hmm. watch kind of how we look at the world and how we we walk around dealing with our day, and are we practicing peacefulness actively? So these. All 10 of these have both outer practices and inner practices that go along with them as we cultivate these qualities. Yeah, wow. That's like, I think those 10 qualities are definitely something, you know, not only important, I guess, in meditation and yoga, but, you know, just important things to practice in life. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, expanding on just like all those like positive qualities, what inspired you? And are there any like positive things that inspired you to write true yoga or maybe negative situations in which you needed positivity that inspired you to write true true yoga? Uh, Well, everybody's got the long list of challenging situations, right? Yeah. I was inspired really by my students. I, I owned a yoga studio for many years and each one of my students who came in was, you know, obviously looking for that physical practice. But as I got to know them, I got to hear about the various challenges that were going on in their lives. And I personally was working with these teachings of the Yoga Sutras and these qualities that I just named off and thinking about how each one of these took me closer to that state of kind of lasting happiness that we were talking about. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted Mm to build um, a text that would make these teachings really practical for people. This philosophy, like any other philosophy, can be a bit esoteric, and a lot of times people mm-hmm. just don't have time mm-hmm. or the interest in reading a big, heavy philosophical text. And so I wanted to break down the core practices into really tangible things that people could understand and not just read the concepts and get it intellectually, but they could take it and they could apply it to their life. So mm-hmm. each chapter has daily practices and questions for reflection and affirmations that you can really ground into to, to make it a part of your experience. And I just hope that not only my students, but anybody who picks up the book will will find it applicable and easy to absorb mm-hmm. and, um, you know, understand how to make these things a greater part of their daily life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really wonderful and I love how it's relatable this book that you've written is relatable to everyone who wants to you know start with a new direction in their life so you write about divine or universal love is there a difference between like personal love you know like one-on-one or like a single person loving themselves and the universal love that you talk about yeah, that's a great question for the love show. And it's really the essence of yoga because, you know, we, there's self-love, the, the recognition that we are innately worthy of love, and so we have to honor our own self in that way. There's the love of others that we all experience in different ways through our families, our partners, our pets, various um, other friends. And then there's that universal love that you mentioned. And universal love, Mm -hmm. is I describe it as just the energy of love. And so Mm -hmm. where does love come from? It's it's an energy, like any other energy in the universe. So all love that we feel, whether it's for ourselves or another, is a part of that universal love. So let's Mm -hmm. say that at this moment in time, you don't have a boyfriend or a girlfriend and in you, you're not feeling really a lot of self-love because, okay, things aren't going so great. But you tap <laughs> into this universal energy of love because it's always there. It's always within us. It's always around us. And it can be mm-hmm. 
really um, refueling, and it can give us a lot of uh, positivity in our own being that we don't have to depend upon someone else or something else to make us feel happy or fulfilled, mm-hmm. but we can just kind of tap into it from that. It's like it's like cosmic energy, you know? Is it not so yeah. like, That's really what it is. Love is all around us all the time. We just have to open up to it. It's within us and around us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. I think, you know, love is everywhere. And sometimes we kind of forget that because we're so caught up in the bad things because, you know, there are so many bad things as well. And I think with yoga, you know, people think of it as a very solitary activity or, you know, exploring your um, like inner self and stuff. So how does exploring your inner self help you to channel universal love and to spread universal love? Well, that's a great question, too, because the more that you reflect on your own self and the more that you build compassion for your own inner experience, the more forgiving you're going to be to other people in your life. And we've all had people hurt us, but, you know, they're just doing the best that they can, given their consciousness right now. And true yoga has really empowered me to be resilient. So whenever I've been Mm -hmm. hurt, um, it's just given me the tools to come back and say and open my heart again and say, you know what, I'm not gonna limit my love to this person, this situation that's hurt me. I'm gonna open up in a bigger way and just recognize that, you know, that's not where I'm meant to pour my love out right now. I can I can pour it over here and I can wish them blessings on their journey, but I don't have to feel bad about myself or anything that's going on because they're not meeting me in in love in this moment. So it's just it's mm-hmm. given me a lot of resilience and the ability to keep coming back to love. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, like, wow, I feel like I guess yoga really gives you and like um, an introspection in yourself really gives you kind of the strength to battle against all these daily pains and not having, you know, I don't have a date for Valentine's, but it's okay <laughs> because I can just tap into that universal love. <laughs> and, um, going yeah. back to universal, <laughs> going back to universal love really quick is yoga like the strongest way to tap into universal love? Like if you're trying, you know, you're feeling a little bit down and sad and you want to kind of just, you know, let loose and kind of um, find a little bit of love within your atmosphere. Is yoga like the best way to practice that? Or what is the best way to tap into this love? Well, the word yoga means union. And the union is the union of our consciousness with universal consciousness or universal love. And I use those two words interchangeably because that's how I experience universal consciousness. Mm-hmm. And some of the t- most, the times of the most love that I have felt have been in meditation where I've just gotten so quiet and this amazing energy of love is present. Like it brought tears to my eyes because it's mm-hmm. not associated with any person. It's just all around me. Right. And it's so big. So, yeah, I mean, I would say that mm-hmm. to practice meditation and get really still and open your heart to the possibility of experiencing the un- the true union that yoga is, is, is a fantastic way of tapping into that universal love. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much, Jenny. And that was truly an inspirational conversation. You're a very motivational figure. I find a lot of inspiration within you. Thank you so much. So unfortunately, yeah, thank you for being here. Unfortunately, we are out of time. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, we are out of time, but you can continue learning about Jenny and her work at www.jenniele-yogatherapy.com. 
Support our show and these amazing segments by giving a donation to the Be The Star You Are charity that brings you this program. For more information on how to do this, please go to www.bethestarur.org. We have just built a new website. Please check it out and follow our blog. Again, that website is www.bethestarur.org. I'm Brigitte Gia. And I'm Zara Hassanin. Also remember to visit our new radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com. When we come back from break, we will take it in a new direction with celebrity numerologist Michelle Arbo. So don't go anywhere. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. What does indie mean? It's short for independent. What does that mean? Whatever you want it to mean. When you are indie, you don't just go with the flow. You set the pace. Indie can mean a style of music, dress, or just a way of life. It's what sets you apart from the rest of the crowd. Everybody has a little bit of indie in them. It's beautiful. It's cool. It's you. Tune in to Indie on Voice America Kids. Live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you don't feel indie yet, make it a part of you. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Join us every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. Today's topic is the gift of love. I'm Brigitte Gia. And I'm Zara Hosni. For this segment, our special guest is internationally recognized celebrity numerologist, author, inspirational speaker, and radio and TV host, Michelle Arbo. Her books are the product of combining her love of numbers with her passion of help for helping others to find purpose, meaning, and joy in life. She has a Hollywood clientele base that includes Twilight Vampires, Big Bang Theory actress, Pirates of the Caribbean actor, NBC director, celebrity stylist, and many more. Hi, Michelle. 
Hi. Well, I'm just impressed, first of all, that you said my last name correctly because I'm French-Canadian and most people don't, <laughs> right? So I'm just impressed about that alone. So it's we're like batting a thousand right now. So it's cool. <laughs> Ooh, Canada. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually a Canadian citizen as well, except oh. I'm on the, uh, the uh, British side, British Columbia. Mm-hmm. Cool. Ah, yeah. Connections. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Well, fellow Canadians. Yeah. Well, welcome to the show. Thank you. All right. Okay. So, oh, Michelle, are you with us? I am. Awesome. All right. Let's get started. Welcome to the show. Thank you for being here today. It's great that we made a connection with Canadian already. Canada is great. Uh, I haven't been there in years, but <laughs> all right. So, tell us how you got started in numerology. Um, I, I, you know, my information is limited. I actually. I'm kind of curious about like what it actually is. I haven't researched anything numerology. So tell us how you got started. Tell us what this is. Well, the thing is with numerology, not many people know what it is. And it's not like astrology because everybody knows what astrology is, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. when it comes to numbers, everyone's like, what's a numerologist? And, mm-hmm. you know, it really is called the science of numbers. And my story is a little bit different because I grew up in a non-religious non-spiritual family we didn't go to church we did you know I had no experience whatsoever in terms of what it was like to be you know Mm -hmm. in any kind of spirituality so when I was in the corporate environment I went to business school and I climbed the corporate ladder and I was an eight you know the whole typical scenario you know corporate America well like corporate North America because I was in Canada and (laughs) it was banking and it was numbers of course but I'd always had an affinity with numbers and being that numbers person but when I was in my early 20s like 22, 23, 24 I started to dream in numbers like every night it was the weirdest thing and I kept messages over Mm. and over and they were like on doors, license plates, street signs, you name it, right? Mm-hmm. And so after a while, I was like, okay, this is crazy. I need to figure out what's going on. Why am I dreaming in numbers? What does it mean? And so I started to research and I found numerology. And I realized that every single number sequence that I was dreaming about was an answer to any challenge that I had been, been facing at the time. So it was wow. like mind-blowing. And because I wasn't spiritual at all, I, it was even more mind-blowing for me. I was like, okay, where's the mothership? You know, where are the aliens <laughs> coming to get me? You know, that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. it just really blew my mind, and it made me a believer. And, you know, it really brought a lot of validity to the fact that when I was four, I actually had my first near-death experience. And... Wow. You know, I kind of denied that for many, many years. And I had actually choked on one of those, you know, those gobstopper candies, those candies. They're huge. And, you know, I don't even know why they sell them because kids can so choke on them so easily. And, of course, that's what I did. And I was in the room with a couple of boys. And my mom was actually down the hall talking to their mom and just having, you know, a cup of tea and chatting. And we were playing Mm -hmm. in the room. And this, these boys just didn't know that I was actually choking. So by the time oh I got to the hallway, I was watching my mom outside my body. So I denied that for a long time. But when that whole numbers thing came about, it really just kind of hit home. And, it, and it, that was my first real spiritual experience that I just didn't um, mm-hmm. appreciate or didn't recognize. I just kind of just dropped it to the wayside and thought, you know, this is just hogwash. 
But then I started to think, well, maybe this is something that is real. Maybe there is something beyond the, uh, the, the scene. You know, maybe there is something that is beyond matter, that is beyond reality, so to speak. Right. And, yeah. you know, numbers are, for me, like entities. They represent the spiritual code. The, it's like spiritual DNA. You know how our regular wow. DNA shows cool. <laughs> It is cool because, you know, I, I wish I could say, and in the 15 years that I've been doing this, I'm never wrong. And I wish I could say it was me, but it's not me. It's the science of numbers. It's never wrong. And it's like spiritual DNA. So our regular DNA says that our hair will be this color and our eyes will be this color and we'll be this tall. But our spiritual DNA shows us what kind of traits that we have or qualities in terms of our personality and or you know what's our life purpose all those kinds of things so we we really are born with like an owner's manual and we don't Mm -hmm. even know it you know and I think that so many people don't recognize the ebb and the flow to life because as a society we're taught that we're supposed to go 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 climb the corporate ladder do 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 Mm -hmm. and if we ever just even stop for a second we're losers and it's not the case because we have years where we're meant to ebb instead of flow. So there is an ebb and a flow to life, and we have to have those ebbs in order to integrate and consolidate what we've learned in the flow. So this is the secret to life, and there's just so many things that the numbers really show us. And, you know, I could go on for days and days, but really that's my story behind the numbers and how I just really fell in love with it. And the Mm -hmm. fact that, think about numbers. Any number, you could think of like a 13-digit number, and it would be created with the numbers one to nine. And also mm-hmm. zero. With Zero is more of a placeholder. It's like black. You know how they say black is like not really mm-hmm. a color? And so zero is more like a placeholder. So any number is created with one to nine. And it could mm-hmm. be multiple times within that number. But that's how numerology is based. So anything in our existence, whether it be like a glass of water that we might have in front of us or a computer or whatever, it has a frequency. It has a number. It has an energetic frequency that can be boiled down to a number code. So it's like it's it's totally a code. It's like the matrix. I swear. It's just amazing. So do these like do these number codes work with like dates as well? Like if we were trying to predict something happening in like a week or something, what can we expect? Yes. And that's what I do with my predictions is that, okay, so what is today's date? What is next week's date? What are we looking at? What are we looking at in terms of months, years? I mean, this year, for example, 2016 Mm -hmm. is a very, very high, high change year. So it's all about super duper high change on every level. So we can expect change on like the career front, financial Mm -hmm relationships, the whole nine yards. And I'm sure a lot of people are feeling that already. But globally speaking, it's going to be a really, really, really high change year. Oh, my gosh. That's like, that's crazy accurate. (laughs) Because, you know, in the United States, 2016 is the election year. And with all of these new issues, yeah. Did you know know something else? Let me tell you. I have Mm -hmm. a tattoo of 1111 on my wrist. and Mm -hmm. Oh, the lucky... Yeah, the the eleven eleven. I mean, if you mm-hmm. Google it, it's like a phenomenon, right? So it's followed yeah. me everywhere. And Obama and his wife Michelle are both eleven life paths. Wow. Oh my gosh! 
Yeah. So they were meant to be there, but they were more like the system busters, mm-hmm. they, like the, the cage rattlers. They were the ones that, because 11 is supposed to be here when it's supposed to be way over there. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, Michelle has been seen in Target dresses and stuff like that. You know, she can afford much more than Target dresses, but money, yes. right? money is secondary to the 11. But yet America needs money issues fixed. So it's mm-hmm. like, People are up in arms. They're like, what the heck are you doing when <laughs> money issues fixed and you're putting money secondary? So the eleven eleven thing is just such a – it's just really, really cool. I mean, I went on live TV in Canada, and I predicted mm-hmm. the eve of the election that Obama would be reelected. And mm-hmm. there was a psychic in Vancouver that went on and said Romney would be reelected. So I don't know what happened mm-hmm. to her, but, you know <laughs> – Oh, that's actually, that's so cool. Where you can just, oh my gosh. Is it, is it always this accurate? Always. It's it's so uncanny. I mean, it's just like, it creeps you out. It's just, it's really, really awesome. And this is why I love it. Because if you think about math, two plus two is four and it's not going to be anything else. Right. Mm -hmm. So you talk about, I mean, if you talk about astrology, there's a little bit of gray matter there because you can mm-hmm. say, yeah, I'm a Capricorn and I'm not compatible with such and such a sign mm-hmm. and there's a gray area. But when you talk about numbers, you're talking, you know, two plus three is five. It's, you know, it's never going to be anything but that. So that's why it's so incredibly accurate and I've never been wrong. There's mm-hmm. never been, and I, you know, I, I love, I pride myself in this, but I don't take credit for it, is that anyone I've ever done numbers for, no one has never not resonated with their numbers. And it's because of the fact that it's so incredibly accurate. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Well, that's, that's so crazy. And I love this, the numerology concept and I want to look more into it now. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. It was a pleasure to talk to you. Um, that was a really interesting conversation. I thought it was awesome. And we unfortunately are out of time for this uh, segment, but we're going to be continuing in the next segment again with Michelle. To learn more about Michelle, visit her website at www.michellearbeau.com. I'm Brigitte Gia. And I'm Zara. During the break, be sure to check out our charity site at btsya.org, which stands for Be The Star You Are 501C3 Literacy and Positive Media Charity. Don't go anywhere because next segment we'll hear more about how Michelle Arbo's love of numbers is making an enormous impact on the world. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up World? It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams. Move forward. Make a difference. Tune in to What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. 
kid chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Uh, Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm your host, Brigitte Gia, and our program is Express Yourself. Today, the theme for our show is the gift of love. And I'm Zara. Thanks for staying here as we continue our conversation on love. This has been a great show, and it's about to get even better because Michelle Arborough is joining us once again to tell us how her love for helping people people with numerology is changing the world. Hi again, Michelle, and we're just going to go right into it. So, you know, we had a really engaging conversation um, last segment about how you know numerology is almost always accurate. So you know, just out of curiosity, um, what do you, who do you predict is going to win this next presidential election based on your numerology? Well, you know, we all want to have Hillary win the election, of course, because she's a woman. I mean, we're all women here talking, but it is <laughs> Hillary. I mean, it definitely is Hillary. I'm not a political person, so I really could care less who wins because I think that. A lot of times it doesn't really matter. But in this case, I do care because I'm looking at her numbers and I always have analyzed this from the get-go because after, of course, Obama and his wife Michelle were both the 11-11 pair, I really got into it a little bit more because I wanted to see what the world was coming um, to. And, you know, with Hillary, she's a pure three, which is all about inspiration. But the fact that she's got Mm -hmm. all three of the physical numbers – means that she's a doer. She's the one that's going to roll up her sleeves and say, okay, we've got to get this stuff pulled together. We've got to get this stuff done. This is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. We've got to like, yeah. and especially because 11s are dreamers. And yes, the thing is that we've had double 11s in here for a little while, which is like I say, they're, they're here when they should be way over there. Mm-hmm. And so they've been just like mixing it all up and she's going to all, you know, really pull it together in a big, big way. And mm-hmm. she's really humanitarian, really inspirational, but yet very, very physical in the sense that she will fix the issues in a very, very practical way. So it's all about spiritual practicality or practical spirituality, however you want to say it. But that's Girl really power. 
Yeah, it really is. It's girl power, but it's also practical spirituality. And that's what we really need. She's like what I call the bridge energy, because Mm -hmm. we really need someone to take us from here to get way over there. And it's like, well, how do we get there? Yeah, We get there from someone being very, very practical. Right. And that's that's Mm -hmm. the basis of what she does. She's very, very practical, very inspirational and very humanitarian. So Mm -hmm. that's that's what she's all about. It's amazing. And, you know, the other thing is. Mm-hmm. She's in a high change year. It's a nine. And the global year is also a nine. So she's very much, you know, right in alignment with the world's energy. So it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. That's like right I'm, there. You know, she's you know what she's I'm sorry, guys? Uh, you probably hear this beeping and it's, it's my thing. Talk about, you know, live um, TV. Can you hear the beeping? <laughs> that's <laughs> not- <laughs> yeah, no, it's, good. it's my mm-hmm. voice recorder. If you can hear it, it's that's what it was. I was doing a reading earlier so it was like beeping I'm like is that you or is that me (laughs) (laughs) yeah no worries no worries okay so in the energy of words uh, we've been talking about energy and you know how uh Hillary Clinton is really you know an energetic person in a you know a world-changing year and so tying on to that in the energy of words you talk about our top 10 power words and how they can move and inspire us are these the same words for everyone? So do Hillary Clinton and I have the same top 10 power words? That'd be really no. cool. <laughs> well, you could, but not necessarily. Because mm-hmm. what feels good to us and what is the right words for us isn't necessarily what is the right words for someone else. Mm-hmm. So if you think about anything, I mean, you know, I crave salad. Who the hell craves salad? And, you know, pardon my French, but it's like, who craves salad? <laughs> It's like, you know, you crave chocolate, but you don't crave salad, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like the the words, it's almost like you need to make sure that the words you're using makes you feel good. And I love to use the word absolutely. It's one of my favorite words because it just makes me feel good. It makes me feel positive. It makes me feel very optimistic and very you know, let's do this, let's go for it, you know, all that stuff. So you really need to look at words that make you feel good and why does it make you feel good? And and that's the, the basis of the book is really to look at words that make you feel good and find out what is the vibration behind it and why are you, why are you needing that? It's almost like maybe I'm craving salad because I'm lacking a particular nutrient. So maybe, maybe I want to say absolutely because the word absolutely adds to 11 and I need that 11 energy energy more in my life you know Mm -hmm. so that's the thing it's like we want to look at the words that really make us feel like a million bucks Mm -hmm. and why are they making us feel that way so that's that's really the essence of the book Mm -hmm. definitely yeah so so, uh, oh continue continue yeah um so yeah we keep coming back to this number 11 and you know it seems like kind of the ideal number to have so is there any kind of is you know 11 an ideal number or is there a certain you know word that's an ideal word to kind of you know aspire toward there isn't you know I mean 11 yeah it's been coming up a lot because 11 is uh, one of the master numbers they call it and the 10 11 22 and 33 are all the master numbers so they have a higher incarnation or they have a global calling so if your date of birth for example adds to 11 or reduces to 11 so let's say your date of birth adds to 38 and then Mm -hmm. 3 plus 8 is 11 so you always reduce down to the base value right and so they are master numbers so they are a little bit more global but you know if you're talking about an important word um, 
and I, and this is coming from someone who is not spiritual, who hasn't grown up spiritual, who really doesn't have a lot of experience with traditional religion. The word God is actually a very important word. It shows us why we're all here, regardless of path or purpose. Because the word God, we are God-like creators, right? We can create our own destiny. And the word God adds to 17, and 1 plus 7 is 8. So if we break it down, the 1, the 7, and the 8, the 1 is the verbal expression number. And as humans, we're really the only species that can communicate through words consciously, I mean, we can have monkeys that can mimic or parrots that can mimic, right. that kind of thing. But we're the only conscious creators through words. So number one is the verbal self-expression number. And then we have the seven, mm-hmm. which is the truth seeker, the truth sharer, the, the teaching learning number, the number of truth. So we are here to verbally express our truths. And then if you add it together, one plus seven is eight. We are here to verbally express our truths for the purpose of spreading wisdom and knowledge for soul's growth, which is number eight, the number of wisdom and knowledge. So the word God is very important, and I think that it is like a message or a code that says, this is your destiny, regardless mm-hmm. of whatever it is you're doing or wherever you are in the world. My goodness, that is that is such a profound statement. And wow, that shows maybe like, Everything is interlocked, and that's beautiful. Thank you so much, Michelle. Yeah, that was that was whoa, whoa, <laughs> that's so interesting. That was amazing. So thank you so much, Michelle, for the terrific show. Yeah, well, and I absolutely, I loved it. Wow, this whole discussion we had was really just profound and amazing. Sadly, we yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> and sadly, we don't have any more time to discuss this beautiful and interesting topic. But for more information on Michelle's amazing works, go to www.michellearbeau.com. And that's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-A-R-B-E-A-U. Thanks to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and our Voice America Kids crew, especially our engineer, Mike. Thanks to our guests and reporters from around across the world. And thank you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. I'm Brigitte Gia. And I'm Zara Hassanade. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For info on our creative community, go to www.btsya.org. Until next week, remember, be kind, be loving, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you would let yourself go.